With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Did you know one in three young people will grow up without a mentor? Founded in 1991 by Dr. Tom and Nancy Osborne, the Teammates Mentoring Program's mission is to positively impact the world by inspiring students to reach their full potential through mentoring. Mentors and mentees meet in school during the day for about 30 minutes once a week to play board games, work on crafts, or just talk. Any kid as young as third grade all the way through college can be in teammates. You don't have to be an expert to mentor a student. You just have to be there. 94% of mentees say they're proud to be in teammates, and 91% of mentors say they leave their mentoring time in a better mood than when they arrived. Go to teammates.org to become a mentor today. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no blog, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. <laughs> Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> get mad. Would you go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. G-B-R. Go Big Red Indeed. No block, no rock. Season four, episode one. Episode one. The feels good. The real season premiere tonight. Now, normally we would be at the Nebraska Brewing Company, but we are at the Herd at Sports Born Grill. Now, we try to keep it kid-friendly here, okay? Yeah, so I think I can say this. We are, in a sense, breaking Herd at Sports Cherry tonight. Yeah. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're warming them up. Yeah. For the real deal yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I think there's uh, two shows tomorrow. Not going to gonna plug those but they'll, they'll, they'll be here those they'll be here no free plugs <laughs> yeah you guys and they answer that plug so you guys it's game week it's game week everybody game week we made it through another one another off season another off season now technically we're still three days away okay but we are here all listen we're sick of the talking but we're gonna talk some more yeah, because that's yeah. just what we do. And you're going to sit and listen because you're here. So that's right. <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to throw it over to, to Kyle because I know that you want to introduce this segment. This was your idea, so I want you to introduce it. Yeah, so we are now four seasons deep into NBNR. Started in 2021 uh, during, you know, the, the dark times. But uh, we wanted to just go around the table and just kind of talk about our favorite moments from season three. We're wrapping it up. This is the start of the new season. So I'll start with Connor. Connor, what was your favorite moment from season three with NBNR? I, I had to say my favorite moment was probably one of the most unique things we've done with NBNR. And the shout out Herd at Sports for giving us the opportunity, but it was covering the Pinnacle Bank Championship on hole 17 on a boat. That was, I, I know I told you guys, I never expected NBNR to be doing anything like that, but to be able to do that again, shout out to Herd Sports, was wild. It was a fun time. 
Uh, everyone there was great. It, it was just so cool. We started in a basement and we ended up on a boat. On now, a boat. Hold on. From a basement to a brewery to a boat. That's right. Yes. Wild. Triple B. Wild. Yes. The largest brewery they said in Nebraska. That's right. Yes. Who's counting though? <laughs> um, it, if I have to go back to my favorite moment, it, like it's not a singular moment per se, but it was a week by week thing where after Scott. He's, he's working on levels. Yeah. Yeah. Please do it to bleep. Yeah. I'll beep. After Scott beep, was let go, week after week, we would have a, who's going to be the next head coach? Who's going to be the next head coach? Is it going to be Lance Leipold? Is it going to be Matt Campbell? Is it going to be Dave Aranda? Is it going to be Jeff Munkin? <laughs> was it Jeff Munkin? Everybody. <laughs> I don't know. You know, maybe go sober doing that. <laughs> Go Army, beat Navy, but hey, Navy beat Notre Dame. Never mind, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. But boring. I, it was just you guys always giving me crap about wanting Jeff Munkin. You were yeah. hunking for Munkin. Heck yeah, you yeah. Every week, every week talking about Munkin. <laughs> All the way. I still sort of am, even though I do like this rule fellow. Yeah. All right, my favorite moment was uh, we did a tailgate show, and they pulled up a trailer. We had a full stage. We were live on ESPN Tri-Cities, uh, live on all of our platforms, of course, but it was really cool uh, with the WTL guys, and that was a very fun experience for us to do an actual live show at a tailgate, which we'll be doing more this year. So, yeah. Fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think my favorite moment from season three, um, you know, we, we saw a kind of like a, a joke on Twitter, people talking about what – what if we did like a Nebraska podcast awards, right? And we were on our way back from the spring game, and I told the guys, I'm like, why should, why wouldn't we do that? Like, let's do it. And so the brewery, of course, were like, yeah, like we can hold everybody here and we can set it all up. And a lot of work went into it, and we had a whole bunch of people. Mike Sauter, thank you. Hello, sir. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, sir. Um, and so, yeah, so we had a ton of people at 20 different podcasts register for the award show, and everybody showed up, had a great time. Um, so yeah, that was my, that was probably the, the highlight of my the season three for me. For, for year one of the award show, we had, I did the math. We were just over 200 people. Right. Year one. That's what we wanted. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. If you were at the award show, make a little noise. Who's that? Little more noise. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Look, get the ambiance. All right. We're Kyle. alive. Kyle, that was your baby. Yeah. And you, you raised it right. Yeah. You did okay. You I did appreciate right. it. Yeah. It was a good time. It's not a problem, child. Good job. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, I would also just like like to point out some of the special guests that we had. Like we had Eric Francis over there, Hell Varsity. He's in the Oliver. That's a dog. Let's go. That's a dog. Like to shout out Mike Sauter. He just walked by. We had Mike Sauter on last week. We've had Damon Benning on. We had Marissa Voss. Marissa and Marissa Voss. Eric, content creator. That was an okay episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still. You're still faster than him, though. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have a fight on a live show on yeah. town. Yeah. In the parking lot. Let's go. Yeah. After this. Um, and also having Keith Enzone Jones and Ken Kalen was a great experience. Learning those were the first guys from the '80s that we've had. Um, the the winningest college football era, the '80s Husker teams. So it was nice yeah. to hear uh, their point of view from, you know. Co playing under Coach Osborne, and it's just like all these stories that they told were awesome. Yeah. What? <laughs> but would you say your mental food? Yeah. You know? <laughs> he doesn't have that drop right yeah, now. We don't have that drop right now. Thank God. 
Um, okay, guys, so I think of note today, and we'll just touch on this real quick. We don't need to spend too much time. Uh, the black shirts were indeed handed out. It's not like 15 of them yeah. like they used to do. Like yeah. a, a pity black, well, no pity black shirts this week. Right. Right. It's, are you starting? Yes. Are you getting a black shirt then? Yes. Yeah. Are you starting? No. Then you're not getting a black shirt yet. Okay. Just chill. Maybe you'll get one next week. Yeah. Um, I think out of all the black shirts that were handed out, a lot of people were like, where is Nick Henrik? Right. Where is he at? I think a lot of people were saying, where is MJ Sherman? Yep. You know, you heard about MJ Sherman a lot. Uh, like we said, he he is good for a soundbite. And it seemed like the coaching staff really loved him. So it's like, hmm, where is he? But just going around, you guys, is there any takeaways from the Blackshirts that were revealed today? Any good things, bad things? What do you think? Well, like I, I mean, like you mentioned, only 11 were given out. So that creates some sort of competition, right? If you really want a black shirt throughout the year, you better beat out these 11 other guys. So yeah, that worries me, though. That worries me, though. You're saying you got to beat these other guys out, but they already gave it. Are they going to take them away? Like, are you going to Are you gonna used to do? Just 11, and that's it. That's what they used to do. Like, it, to me, listening to to Coach White today, he was, it almost sounded like that they were only, like, they were going to just keep adding to it. Like, to me, oh. I felt like candy. Oh. Like a guy who wasn't familiar with the tradition type stuff. Like, I, the Heinrich and the MJ Sherman thing kind of confused me. Chief Borders getting it over, over, uh, Sherman. Sherman. So, because they asked Matt Rule at the inter, uh, his press conference last week, they're like, oh, so I mean, we saw Chief Borders was over MJ Sherman. And he's like, well, B's before S. There's a lot of ORs. Yeah, ors, there's ors. ORs. You know, it's alphabetic order. But then you see who gets the black shirt and it's Chief Borders. Yeah. So, Florida transfer. I have a bit of a hot take here, and it kind of compounds on what Kyle was saying. I think there should only be 11. There should only be 11. And that. frankly, yeah, I don't want to see a single one before week two. I don't want to see a single black shirt before week two. We're not giving these out just because you're a starter. Yeah, that, you, you that is weird. These. I would rather them give them out after. Based on performance. Yes. And there's like, only 11 that can be given. If you go into Minnesota and you get your teeth stomped in, you, are you, you you don't deserve that. Are you going to take them away? Like, what are you going to do? You have a you have a staff that is not familiar. I guess we'll say they're familiar, but they're not Nebraskans. They're not. This is not second nature to them. And you have a you have a staff that's in here that's not familiar with the traditions, and they come in and they just give out eleven right off the bat. And I understand they put in a lot of work in the off season, but they haven't played a game yet. Yeah. Well, one, yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, like, I I want a maximum of eleven. I don't want to see one before week two, and there's no rule saying that you have to give out eleven at one time. You only give them to the guys that earn them. Yeah. And so I I think it's a weird start. Again, like Mikey said, these guys, um, are are not necessarily Nebraskans. They're not, you know, maybe as in tune with the black shirts like we are. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think there were things that could have been done better, like getting this thing rolling into this new tenure. Yeah, and I guess I will play devil's advocate a little bit. Just, you know, Mike, you saying they're not Nebraskans. And I'm like, good, good. God, well, no, nah, I can rock I'm it that. I'm sick of Nebraskans. We're owning this. That includes us, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> mostly us, honestly. No, like, black shirts is such a thing that it's a convenient tradition to have when your defense is dominant, right? It's convenient when you have a almost 40-year run of defensive dominance it's convenient to say black shirts this, black shirts that. Yeah. But you give up 
70 at Texas Tech and then to 70 in Lawrence, Kansas. And it's like, what does this even mean anymore? Well, yeah. Again, I think we get to get back to the point that a black shirt doesn't mean starting defense. A black shirt means elite defensive player. Yeah. If you're not elite, you don't get one. I don't have to give out all 11, but I'm only going to give 11. Speaking of traditions, and it kind of goes with the black shirt thing, is this single digit thing. Okay. It almost overshadows the black shirt tradition, in my opinion. Like, if you think about it, like everybody's like sitting at their phone right now trying to figure out who got the single digit. And that can go out to offense or defense. It was predominantly defense this year. But to me, it's like, are they the same thing? Earning a single digit, and your teammates vote on that, but earning a single digit and earning a black shirt are almost the same thing. So this new staff is bringing in new traditions that almost maybe mean the same thing. Because you said you brought up the blowout losses, and they still wear black shirts. Yeah. We were 16 and 31 under former head coach Scott. Thank you. There it is. Uh, my dog. <laughs> Shout out. Give a shout out to Brandon. Good job, Brandon. I, I set you up for it. There, good. So you're talking about black shirts and they, these all these guys, this, this long tenure of black shirts that we've had and we've been losing, losing a lot of football games. And we have this new tradition that's brought in, these single digits that go out to guys that are voted by their teammates. And to me, it's like, is that bigger than the black shirt tradition? Well, I mean, you saw... Nick Henrich, he got number three. He wasn't in the black shirt photo today. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's word going around that he might not be 100%. So that's a factor, I suppose. Um, but for the whole single-digit thing, I mean, it just kind of goes back to um, forming new traditions. Let this staff do what they have to do. If you don't, I know, <laughs> if you don't like the single-digit thing, I'm going to need you to get over it and just let this staff do what they do. This is the whole point of bringing them in is to trust them. We brought in the old guy. He was supposed to do it the Nebraska way. Uh, yikes. Who, wait, who was the yikes. old guy? Scott. There it is. <laughs> it's just, I'm not saying that I necessarily love the single digit thing. I'm just saying, let the staff cook. Let him cook. No, I'm with you there. So, to, to my point, I, I don't think it overshadows the black shirts. Um, I think it's supplementary, but if you came to Nebraska to be a defensive player, what means more to you? That single digit of the black shirt. It's the black shirt. It's 100%. the black shirt. So I don't think it overshadows it. I think it's supplementary, and it's weird that there's this kind of crossover. Like you said, it is primarily defensive this year. Yeah. Um, but I, I think those guys that are out there competing and getting those single digits, that's not why they did it. They want that black shirt. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I could, I could, I'm satisfied with that. Yeah. Now, do you want to get into the schedule? Yeah. yeah let's get, get it. In? Okay. Yeah. Now, you guys, <laughs> I re-listened to last year's episode. Oh, why? <laughs> Was it the yelling match? Oh, Kyle and Kyle got out of here. Kyle almost left. Kyle took his headset off. Kyle took his headset off. He walked off his headset today, boy. Hey, I want all the people watching. I want to be very clear that I actually still stand with Kyle on that. Like he was still very much in the right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just for people that are not familiar, let's go back in time. We had a coach that finished his career at sixteen and thirty-one. At the time, we were debating the schedule, and these two in in black. 
decided. Our, our predictions <laughs> and playing that. Our predictions would have been right had it not been for an onside kick of two scores. <laughs> we cannot factor for poor coaching. Okay. But we we saw poor coaching throughout the tenure. We did. And and Jared and I talked about uh it being maybe an issue going into year five under former head coach Scott. So we, we got in a little debate and I may have gone at Kyle a little too much. May have? But may have? Nonetheless, he got out of his seat and almost walked away from the podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we had been going for like an hour and a half at that point. <laughs> In circles. In circles. <laughs> yes. And I re listened to the whole thing. Yeah. And it was very amusing. Yeah. Because we were right. <laughs> well, technically. Listen, I want to be, be right. I'm just saying we were right. Um, do you guys recall, because I, I have them right here, do you guys recall what your record prediction was last year? Connor, do you remember what your prediction was last year? I have a bad feeling that I said seven and five. You said eight and four. Oh. Eight and four, you. My therapist is going to hear about this one. Goes, Next. Wow, you are colorblind and dyslexic, right? Or no? Just colorblind. Blame it on the colorblind. <laughs> Just the colorblind part. Mike, do you remember what your prediction was? I believe it was seven and five. You are correct. And I was very wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, Kyle, do you remember what yours was? I think I said eight and four. You did. Yeah. Now look, I said five and seven. You were the closest. And that was overly optimistic, apparently. <laughs> I was giving him too much credit. You're Yikes. still not getting that trophy from me. Jesser guy. Now, we need to preface this because we're going to go schedule by we're we're going to go down the schedule game by game, and we said, as a principle, because damn it, we got to have principles here. We cannot guess or predict six and six. Okay, you got to pick a side. You got to pick a side. Hey, no more half measures. Either you're with it. Or you're not, okay? Now, no six and six. We got 831 at Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Kyle Byers. Now, no good. Now, before yeah. before I ask you, Nebraska is a seven. Let's let the crowd go first. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good idea. Good. We're going to keep the – it's a live environment. Let's get the crowd involved. We're going to go by game by game. I want you to – Raise your hand if you think Nebraska is going to beat Minnesota on Thursday. Show of hands. The that is not a lot of hands. That is not a lot of hands. <laughs> so I'm seeing three, three, four out of. Oh, we got the Iowa fan. Oh God, he doesn't. Oh yeah. Okay, so we're in five out of 350 people that are here today. Yeah, I heard it's, it's, a big show. it's only 350. Yeah, yeah we were only a thousand people on here. You should see this place. Okay, so knowing that, using using the the audience as a gauge, yeah, uh, Minnesota is a seven and a half point favorite. Okay, yeah, for whatever that's worth. Kyle Byers, Nebraska, win or lose, what do you think? I'm gonna say it's an L. It's an L. PJ Fleck is what in his eighth year now, like ninth. His ninth? No, seventh. 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 Oh, seventh. Yeah. I knew it was, we we yeah. talked about every yeah, three seven. years. Yeah. yeah. Every three years. Yeah. So this is an off year, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's an L for me, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Michael Delaware. We. 
We're going down Wednesday. Indeed. Uh, We're doing a live show Thursday, the day of the game, at a Husker bar in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Lions Pub. Even though I'm a realist, Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy my time by saying that Nebraska is going to win in Minneapolis at Huntington Bank Stadium. Let me flip that audio. I want to have a good time, so I'm going to predict a Nebraska loss <laughs> because I don't want to be let down. Dude, it doesn't matter. Like It's not going to affect how, what time I have there. <laughs> That's He's got a good point. Is the game kind of secondary? Dude, you, how many no. games? We, we've gone to away games the last two years together. Went to Madison. We went to Madison. We went to Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew what was going to happen. Sure. We still had a great time. Yes. I don't care what happens. We're going to have a great time. Yeah. With that being said, I hope I'm going to predict Nebraska pulling it off. It's a seven point spread. Yep. I think Nebraska could win that game. Okay. Now I need I need all you guys to keep track of what your records I got are. Mine here. Okay. Sub notes. So I said an L. Unfortunately, Connor Kevlak. So, um, I believe I'm the only gambler on this podcast. Indeed. I, I'll be short and sweet. I, I do have this marked as an L. However, as of today, the spread was marked at seven. And I did place a bet on Nebraska covering that spread, so it will be less than a touchdown. It will be a competitive loss. Oh, so like almost no, a we're win? Not, yeah. We're not saying that. Oh. I said it will be a competitive it loss. almost a win. <laughs> Late. I, hey, I didn't. I didn't call it any sort of victory. I said a competitive loss. A competitive loss. I think that qualifies as a win. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that makes people rip their headsets off and walk off set. <laughs> and it's gonna be going. Hey, that guy. All right. Don't worry. They didn't give me a headset. I can love him up today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Garage mess. Don't stress. Get a hold of Rob at Nebraska Garage Solutions. Nebraska Garage Solutions is a locally owned and operated company that focuses on affordable garage storage solutions. The owner, Rob, will personally work with every customer from bid until job completion. They specialize in, but not limited to, overhead metal storage, custom wood shelving, pre-finished slat wall systems, and cabinets and entertainment areas. Are you looking to be the envy of all your neighbors? Get a hold of Nebraska Garage Solutions today. Follow on all social media platforms and check out over 50 five-star reviews. You can email Rob at NebraskaSolutions.com or you can call 402-987-8180. To check out their work, go check out www.NebraskaGarageSolutions.com. Next on the schedule, September 9th at Colorado in Boulder where they throw piss bombs. They don't care. It doesn't matter if it's 10 a.m. like the game's going to be. Mimosas are going to be flowing. Okay, Connor Cavillac throwing it over no, the game. No, 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 no. We're going to go to the crowd first. That's yeah. right. Yep. Dang. Raise your hand if you think Nebraska will beat Colorado in Boulder for week two. Okay, we got a little. Uh, okay, we got more. A few more. Some people are like looking around like, should I raise yeah. my hand? Should I raise my hand? I feel like we're going to say like. 60%. Eric Eric Francis is like, you did. Eric Francis. Eric is the biggest Coach Prime fan I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think he spit his beer out. Okay, so the va- I would say the vast majority said Nebraska would win. Yes. All right, Connor Cavill, like, do you agree 
with this beautiful crowd that Nebraska will win in Boulder? Nebraska will win that game, and I frankly don't care what the spread is. Nebraska will cover. I well, We've seen how this Colorado team, it doesn't look good. They look Nebraska, like high players playing football. Junior high is generous. Yeah. Um, Nebraska will win that game, and I think they'll win it handily. Good. <laughs> I think Caleb Honestly, you might be right. Shouts on that. So yeah, Colorado is fielding a bunch of Connor Cavalax on their roster. So okay, <laughs> he says that only because I continue to reference the fact that Travis Hunter, their number one receiver, is only one inch taller than me and twenty five pounds heavier. For those of you in the crowd today, if you look at me up here, do I look like a D one receiver? Yeah, obviously. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I do not. That is why I'm so confident that Nebraska will beat Colorado. I, you know, I think this game is not as like blowout crazy as like Eric Francis might think. I think it'll be closer than people think. But geez, Nebraska will win, should win. God, I hope they win. I'm gonna say they win. They will be one and one at exiting Boulder. Okay. I also have this as a win. I think they will win handily, in my opinion. Okay. I think there's going to be more red in the stadium Ooh. per usual when we go to Boulder. And I, sky yeah. is blue, stadium is red. Yes, yeah, stadium will be red in Boulder, and I, I think Nebraska will take care of business. Coach Prime, even if he's going to be good, is not going to be good in year one. So, Mike, you are at 2-0? I'm at 2-0. All right. Yep, I've got that is a convincing win. Woo! A convincing win. I don't think it's going to be close. Yeah. I just, Coach Prime can talk all he wants on the <laughs> internet. And, yeah, it's a clown show over there. <laughs> Social media superstar. Yeah. Okay. All right. They have Northern Illinois, September 16th. This is a team that went into Memorial a few years ago and beat Nebraska. So just so you guys... In case you guys forgot, let's yeah. go back in time. <laughs> oh, please don't. Uh, crowd, Northern Illinois. Show of hands, if this is a win for Nebraska, what do you think? It's a night game. Night game, okay. At home, okay. That looks like the majority that's, of the that crowd. Is, that's a positive response. My daughter <laughs> voted that we were going to win, so. Yeah. <laughs> you sure that's just not her throwing something across the room? Not yet. Okay. Um, now, their quarterback, you guys know where their quarterback is, don't you? Mm -hmm. Let me throw this name at you. Rocky Lombardi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michigan State. Michigan State. Beat him in the snow a few years ago. Scott believes best win in his career, in my opinion. Big smile on his face. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Everybody, oh, everybody was happy. Yeah. That was the turning point, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kyle Myers. Northern Illinois. Win or loss? First home game. For Matt Rule, it's going to be rocking. It's a night game. I think it's going to be a W. So I'm sitting at two and one. Okay. Dub. Dub. Two. Nebraska two and one. Three and zero over here. I have this as the biggest exclamation point on Nebraska season this year. Okay. Putting Nebraska at two and one. That's a dub. Okay. Okay. All dubs. All around. Okay. Next on the schedule, September 23rd, Louisiana Tech at home. Um, I don't know if you guys watched this weekend. They have a guy 
named Smoke Harris. Yeah, sick cool, name. A cool name, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't like a guy named Smoke. We got Chief Borders. That's, That's true. Name too. Maybe Chief will fight at the fifty-yard line. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he's in his sixth year. He's a multiple All-Conference player. He doesn't just have a cool name. Like he's a legitimate player. Um. If you recall, back in 98, Louisiana Tech did come into Lincoln, and their wide receiver, Troy Edwards, set the record for receiving yards, which still stands, 405 yards. Wow. But they ended up losing 56-28, to 28. so you take that for what it's worth. Really Black shirts really showed up that day. Black shirts. <laughs> crowd. All 12 of them. Yes, all, <laughs> all 12. <laughs> Uh, crowd, Louisiana Tech, show of hands. Is this a win or a loss for Nebraska? Win? Louisiana Tech. A win. I need a show of hands. <laughs> wow. wow. Guy, there's not a whole Tough lot of crowd. Okay, like, honestly, is that the majority saying a loss then? Or they're just not paying attention? <laughs> okay. We're going to say majority says they're going to win that game. The Nebraska fans of a, the let me just get this straight, guys. The fans of a team that have not made six straight bowl games are thinking, I don't even need to raise my hand for this. This is a waste of time. No. We got to get our heads straight here, guys. Connor Cavillac, is this a win or a loss for Nebraska? Short and sweet, that's a dub. I agree. Smoke Harris can go for 500 yards for all I care. I think this will be a dub for Nebraska. So they are at three and one for me. I would say it's a win, and we're going to be at 4-0. and 4-0 and is my in, in the state of Nebraska, we'll be bumping. You want to know. Mike, I want, I want to be very clear. You're entering this into the official record. Yes. Going into week five, we are 4-0. You know the second half of my season says there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Byers, what do you think? Uh, it's a W for me. Okay. Yeah, so, no, no. Okay. What am I at? 3-1. and one. Yeah, Mike is. We're all three and one except for Mike right now. Okay. Okay. Next on the sketch. Garage MS. Don't stress. Get a hold of Rob at Nebraska Garage Solutions. Nebraska Garage Solutions is a locally owned and operated company that focuses on affordable garage storage solutions. The owner, Rob, will personally work with every customer from bid until job completion. They specialize in, but not limited to, overhead metal storage, custom wood shelving pre-finished slat wall systems, and cabinets and entertainment areas. Are you looking to be the envy of all your neighbors? Get a hold of Nebraska Garage Solutions today. Follow on all social media platforms and check out over 50 five-star reviews. You can email rob at nebraskasolutions.com or you can call 402-987-8180. To check out their work, go check out www.nebraskagaragesolutions.com. September 30th versus... The Michigan Wolverines. Um, people in the crowd, show of hands if this is a win for Nebraska. I love nice. this. Are we right going here. I love this. She was so fast too. Mom, Mom I love you. You might be a little deluded, delusional, but <laughs> oh, can not. I love. There was no hesitation. Mary, Mary says twelve and zero. Oh shit. And that's why she's not on the podcast. Yeah. Do you want my microphones? And you deserve this spot. <laughs> Kyle Byers. Uh, is she get at home? Win or loss? That's a loss. Okay. I don't think that's crazy. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. No. 
Mike Delaware, he's he's looking up Blake Corum's staff. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> that is a that's a big L, and I don't think it'll be a a Lenning competitive loss. I think we get our butts kicked in Lincoln. I think this is a game where you just don't overthink it. I know that Nebraska was ding 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 close a couple of years ago, but just don't overthink this one, guys. I think it's an L for Nebraska. They are sitting at three and two for me. I, uh, Jared, you touched on everything I was going to say. Everyone wants to focus on the way we played Michigan at home last time. Uh, we took them down to the wire. That was great. I don't see it happening this year. I don't see it being particularly close. It's an L. Just like Ann Arbor last year, it's going to be like that this year in Lincoln. Ooh. Okay, now. We had a good time, The though. trip to Ann Arbor was, I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. You know, the, the I think the weather was, you know, the snow was falling. It was like the Ann Arbor picturesque day. But probably the most boring game I've ever been to. And I had mead. That was freaking gross. Mead. That's the Ann Arbor Get yeah, over it. hipster stuff. Yeah, if you guys like mead in the crowd, you're I weird. I like mead. Well, you are weird, though. Yeah. You identify That's as weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. Different. Yeah. <laughs> People say that. I think, <laughs> Why I think, are you laughing so hard? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, what do you identify as? <laughs> That's my dog. John, what's it, John Green and Connor Cavillac? He's like, I'm built different. Those are two different cats right there. She's <laughs> mead. Okay, October 6th at Illinois in Champaign. Mom, put your hand up. <laughs> She's already, already got the hand up. That's a dog. He's showing hands for people that think a win for Nebraska at Illinois. A win for Nebraska, yes or no? Or yes for Hans. Win. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. I would still say the majority says no. I'm not a mathematician or a hand counter by any means, but Connor Cavillac at Illinois, win or loss. So this is a game to me that's a linchpin because it uh it, it changes my season prediction based on the outcome of this game. Illinois is a well-coached team. I don't think anyone's going to tell you they're not. I think they've, I think they've got talent. I, I think it really is a coin flip. However, I think with the adjustments that Nebraska is making in the program this year, um, I am going to count this wasn't one, this one as an L. I don't think you the are adjustments great. in the program. I'm going to call this as an L. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think the adjustments that are being made, like the, it's going to take more time to get everything okay. put in place. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's you, just that. You, like, built it up, and then you're like, and we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, it, like, we're adjusting a lot. I, I don't think it's there yet. Okay. I think what you see from a Burt's Bielema team is somewhat reminiscent to what Matt Rule wants to establish at Nebraska. Um, with Burt Bielema, you know that their lines are going to be good. That's just what he does. Nebraska is not there. So... I think this is going to be an L for Nebraska, so they are sitting at three and three for me. Okay. I'm going to agree with you. I think Brett Bielema is one of the best coaches in the Big Ten. I, I have them as a dark horse to win the West this year, and I think they take care of business and beat Nebraska in Champaign. And that was a great away stadium to go to. Their fans are actually really nice. So, uh, no, I think it's a coin flip game. I have it marked as a coin flip, but I think uh, I think Illinois takes care of business. It'll be a close game, but we're going to lose. Yeah, if there's anything that I've learned <laughs> with Nebraska's time in the Big Ten is you never bet against Brett Bielema. 
So I am going to put that game as a loss as well. Before we get yeah, four and two, by the way. Before we get into the next game, can I point out that I'm a little worried that we're agreeing so much? Yeah, you guys are like, you guys are all just. Don't worry about it. Well, see, you're only one game off from us, but this doesn't happen, and I'm. We're, there has to be some explosion at some point. Yeah, maybe. Okay, there, there. Listen, someone's going to storm off. I don't know who it's going to be, but someone's going to. I'm going to storm. We got to be. We got to be on brand here, guys. Yeah. Okay. Next game, October 21st, Northwestern at home. They're going to be rocking the blue outline jerseys. Woo! The Creighton light jerseys. Hundredth anniversary of Memorial Stadium. Northwestern at home, show of hands, a Nebraska win. Northwestern. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's an overwhelming W from the fellas at yeah. the front. You drinking the Guinness? <laughs> Looks like a Guinness. I think they would raise their hands. They they just they have probably vibe of they look yes. like it. They, yeah. they feel like crowd pleasers. Yeah, the majority of the crowd would say this is a win for Nebraska. Kyle Byers, what what say you, my friend? Yeah, that's a that's a. God, I almost said definite win. I'm just going to say it's a win. Uh, they've got a lot going on over there. So Yes, they do. If you look up turmoil in the dictionary, it's going to say Northwestern football program. So I, I hope and I think Nebraska will win this game. You look up turmoil and you see, like, another word that says Shrek clap. <laughs> yeah, and Pat Fitzgerald's big dumb face. Um... As if we have any right to say this is a definite dub, I'm going to go there with Northwestern. I'm going to say this is a dub for Nebraska. So they're sitting at four and three for me. I'm not even going to tiptoe around these two. Five or two. This is a definite dub. Okay. Four and three. So okay. you guys are all at four and three. I'm at five and two. Yep. Okay. So Mike's a little more optimistic so far. Now, next game, October 28th, Purdue. At home, crowd, show of hands if this is a win for Nebraska. Purdue at home. Purdue at home. Is this a win for Nebraska? I'm going to say that's I don't know. I think that's half. I don't know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's tough. We're not great at counting. Yeah. No, I don't know. It was a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Connor. Purdue, win or loss for Nebraska? So, coming off of what I've predicted, uh, losing to Michigan, losing to Illinois, a dub against Northwest, gets the team rocking again. Spirits are high. We're going to come in and beat Purdue. I, I, I call that a dub. Okay. Okay. I, puts me at five and three. Okay. So, you're five and three. Um, for Purdue, this is going to be one of those games that they are supposed to win – but I think we'll ultimately not win. I think this, and like, there's no like good reason. Purdue's got a new head coach. They got a new quarterback. Aiden O'Connell's gone. Brom's gone. But on paper, Nebraska, I think will be favored, but this will be a game that they drop. So I have them at four and four. Okay. Mike's looking up. Okay. Hudson card stats now. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we take care of business against Purdue. So what is the record that you've got so far? That'd be six and two. Six and two. Six yeah. and two. So yeah. Your bowl right now. Bowl. Yeah. Bowl game. Bowl so, game. Bowl game. Bowl game. Everybody. Shorty out the softball. 
Here we go. <laughs> All right, GBR indeed. Yeah, Jeep, go be ready. Uh, like you mentioned, new head coach Aiden O'Connell's gone. Aiden O'Connell was the only reason they won last year. Listen, I we, we pulled that very close yeah, against Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, he might be a starter for the Raiders this year. He's a good. Very well could be. He's once throws. Jimmy G gets hurt, like he probably will. Aiden O'Connell will be the starter. And they're shopping Jimmy G at the moment. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I've got that game as a W for those reasons. Okay. Now, what is your record so far? I'm sitting at five and three. I think Kyle and I have predicted the exact same win. I would. Have you guys are all at five and three. Yep. You three, and I'm at six and two. No, Jared's at four and four. Four. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. at four and four. and I have picked every game the exact same so far. Okay. October. Excuse me. First game in November. November fourth, at Michigan State and East Lansing. People in the crowd, is this a win for Nebraska at Michigan State? She says, no. She's like, uh, nah. Nah, ain't gonna happen. No. We, can we have like Well, Mary says we're going 12-0, and 0, so there's that. You don't even need to raise your hand. We know our Just give your arm a rest. Your arm's getting tired. The crowd seems like this is an L Okay, in East Lansing. KB, do you concur with the crowd? Yeah, I'm going to chalk that up as a loss, unfortunately. Okay, so now you are sitting at five and four. Yes. Yep. Five and four. Yeah, five and four. Yep. Michael Delaware. It's an L. Okay, they've, they've made the bowl game. They are satisfied. They're giving up the rest of the year now. <laughs> I just think you go on the road and Mel Tucker is going to beat Nebraska again. That's what I think is going to happen. There's just something about Mel Tucker. Yes. I think that's what's going to happen. It was 11-2 with Kenneth Walker. Then they sucked the next year without him. He got paid, though. He, he, got, he, he listen, paid. He is a rich man. He is a rich man. But he's in kind of in a weird spot. But I'm going to say that this will be a loss as well. They are sitting at 4-5 and five for me. I was hoping it would come to this. <laughs> no. I am he's going this. to be the only one. To say, you know, coming off of Northwestern, coming off Purdue. Uh, Northwestern, again, I, I'm calling an easy dub. Purdue, a harder one. Getting those spirits high. Team's going to be excited. I think Michigan State is a little bit overrated this year. I think we go in and we get a, a very, very close win against Michigan State, putting me at 6-3. and three. And the, the thing about Michigan State is Nebraska, that's one of the few Big Ten teams that they've been – pretty decent against like it seems like they kind of have Michigan State's number a little bit yeah and Michigan State is not going to be that good this year but still doesn't matter still it's still an L for me but yeah yeah so you are sitting at six and three six and three ball game Charmin Ultra Soft Pinstripe uh Pop-Tarts hey I'll take whatever we are yeah. both at six and three you are at four and five and Kyle is at five and four five and four okay, okay. October 11th, the Maryland Terrapins. November. November 11th. Damn, did I say October? You did. Yes. Jeez. November 11th. I just love October so much, I just keep saying it. Yes. November 11th versus the Maryland Terrapins at home. Everybody in the crowd, I need you to raise your hand if you think Nebraska will beat Maryland at home. They got Tua's brother at quarterback. Okay. Mm. Tego Bailoa Jr., I don't know. Maybe we should drop the whole crowd thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> people, people eating their their 
their platters and their freaking corn nuggets. Corn nuggets. Hey, you stick to it, all right? You be a grinder. I guess. Okay. Throwing over to you, Connor Cavillac, Maryland, win or loss for Nebraska. I don't like saying this. This is going to be an L for Nebraska. Okay. Do you want to elaborate more or just leave it? No. 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 Uh, Maryland is going to be one of those teams that everybody loves. They have Tango Bailoa Jr. Uh, but I would say, I was looking at something, okay, just real quick. In November, under Mike Loxley, this is not including COVID year because that was just nuts. Maryland is 2-10 and 10 in November because they like to throw the ball too much. And, look, I, I'm not saying every November game is going to be cold because that's really not how it is. People think it's really cold in November. It's really not. But this is going to be one of those games that Nebraska is supposed to lose but won't. So I think Nebraska will pull this one off, and it will be 5-5 five and five for me. Wow. Yeah, I think uh, I think they come in in Nebraska, or they come into Lincoln, and they they take care of business, and they beat Nebraska. I think that's an L. Okay, so your record is at? My record be would be at? You're still at six, I think. Yeah. Six and you're six and four then. Four, yeah. Yeah. Hey Mike, we're tied. Hey, we're tied. Six and four, six and four. KB, what you got, brother? I can't look at Matt Rule's scheme, the run heavy, eleven personnel. Like I can't look at that and then compare it to Maryland's pass game. Like that's all they do. And just like you said, what'd you say? Two and ten? Two and ten in November. Two and ten in November. And there's a reason why. Is because that's how that scheme rolls. It just does not work, especially at that time against a scheme like what Matt Rule and Satterfield are gonna run. Okay. So I've got it as a W. And you are at seven. I'm at six and four. Six and four. So we have so, three six and fours. Okay. Six and four. And a five and five. Okay. Next game. November eleventh. Eighteenth. What? November eighteenth. Jesus Christ. One week apart. Boo me. Boo me, please. Boo. Right. Boo. Boo. God. Fuck. I know. <laughs> the gray's in my beard. I pick it out with the tweezer. November 18th at Wisconsin. This is in Madison. A tough place to play. Jump around. The student session gets there really late. Very <laughs> oh, hands already up. hands. <laughs> Does Nebraska win? If you think yes, raise your hand at Wisconsin. My own. We got one on you. an L over there. an L. That's an L. Oh, okay. No. Up an L. Okay, so we have one hand, and I don't think that one actually counts. Okay. <laughs> All right. KB, do you think this is a win or a loss for Nebraska? It's another loss to Wisconsin. You know what that makes it, don't you? In a row, you know what that makes it, right? Is it eight? Nine. The grand? No, ten. Ten. Ten the in a row. Grand oh, ten. God. How dare you? Yes. <laughs> ten in a row. <laughs> so, okay. So, you want to elaborate or just leave it? I mean. Hey, they're air raid. Just to go back to your last point. Uh, No. They that brought was, in, they that was brought in a quarterback. That yeah. was debunked. And they brought in a quarterback that throws the ball a lot. So you're at six and five. Yep. Mike Delaware. They're going to jump around in Wisconsin, and they're going to be celebrating. They won't get into the stadium until the third quarter, but they will still win the game. And Wisconsin beats Nebraska. L. So you're at six and five. Six and five. Okay. I concur with you. I think 
They will lose this game. I think a lot of people make too much out of the air raid. Um, a lot of people made made a lot of noise about our spring game fumbling all the time. I don't know if you watched Wisconsin spring game, but they threw like five picks. They got sacked like ten times. The weather was crap. But I'm gonna say this is an L. So they are at five and six for me. I think Luke Fickle is arguably the most exciting new coach in the NCAA. Arguably. Yeah, arguably. Matt Rule's up there. Okay. Um, I Again, there's a lot, or been a lot made of this, you know, switch to an air raid offense. I don't think that's really going to be the case. Wisconsin is Wisconsin. They oh, are. Somebody, we have somebody walking away. Somebody, oh, that was fast. He's so mad. Wow. Ball game, Mike. I didn't even make the prediction yet. Jesus. Um, but ultimately, uh, Wisconsin is going to do Wisconsin things. They will win this game, but it will be a lot more competitive than people think. This will not be a runaway win. So your record as it stands, I, at the moment I am six and five. So I think you guys are all six and five. I'm five and six. And I don't like the direction that you're heading, Jared. You would be five and seven. No, because, or no. Yeah. You guys. No, five Spoiler alert. We said we couldn't go six and six. Right. Right. Oh, so no. Iowa at home. And Iowa at home, guys. Iowa at home is in a day. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of homers in the house. <laughs> okay, the vast, I would say the vast majority of people said that they think Nebraska will win this game. Yep. Connor Cavillac, is this a win for Nebraska? I, I call this a win. It is not an easy win. Okay. Um, but we see, uh, I, I'm sure at least the guys on stage here have seen um, Cade McNamara's injury, his lack of willingness to comment on how that's rehabbing. He's progressing. He's, yeah, he's progressing. I, I don't see um, Cade McNamara being what Iowa thought he could be this season. I think as this goes on, you know, you're still going to see some strain off that injury, and I see this as another close win for Nebraska, leaving us at the end of the season at 7-5. and five. Can I go next, please? Hey, Brandon. Mm. Do you remember that time we beat Iowa? Hit it. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> no. Just keep, just keep it. Uh, we had to say no block, no block. Not that one. That was class. That go on, dude. Close enough. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Are we going to be playing that next year? Yes, Maybe. we are. That gets me to seven and five. Nebraska beats Iowa for two years in a row, and everybody's happy. Let's start a streak, baby. Yeah. Okay. Seven and five. Seven and five. Michael Delaware. You can't pick. You gotta pick a side. Right. You gotta pick a side. Pick a side. So all the coin flips I had, I had to pick a side. That leaves me having to go with seven and five. Good boy. I have to. Yeah. You have. With to. that being said, we're beating Iowa again because. They can't score. That's it. I mean, they have a new quarterback. I don't know if he's in here. Who knows? Nobody knows. He's, back, he's knows. back at practice. I don't care who's playing quarterback. We're going to beat them. I don't care. Being back at practice doesn't mean you're healthy. That's not wrong, Mike. Yeah, so, just saying. Yeah, I, I think uh, they almost blew it last year. We Hey, I ever listened to that episode, too. We said if the game was 62 minutes long, they would have lost. Yeah. They wanted to blow it. But uh, I, I I hate to make Brandon happy over there, but 
Think this is going to be an L for Nebraska? Brandon, I want to see it. I want to see it, Brandon. I'll, I'll, I'll make a wager for the game. I don't know what it is, but I'll make a wager right now. Right now, I'll I'll do something. I don't care if Nebraska. I feel if Nebraska wins, I, you, that is my mo. I will do anything. Yes. What should he do if Iowa loses? <laughs> oh come on! Oh, head. I have worked too hard for this. Well, you sounded confident a few seconds ago. So if Nebraska beats Iowa, I have to shave my head. Yes. Okay. There we go. And done. Yeah. I, I don't know, but this is going to be so bad. <laughs> I, I, I've been off more like a chew. I, this is bad. We'll Brandon, bad. I like one sided bets. Brandon, if, yeah. if Nebraska loses, Mike will get a tattoo. That's not going to happen. Of your choosing. Like Brett did. Oh, no. Tiger Hawk on his head. Yeah. Connor will get a tattoo. <laughs> or, or I'll get a tattoo of your choosing. Oh, I like that better. I, I will hear them. Yes, I I will get a tattoo of your guys' choosing if Nebraska beats Iowa. You know he's got a no block and rock tattoo on his. Yeah, oh, I'll shake your hand right now. No block and rock tattoo on his body. Yes, <laughs> I'll shake your hand right now. Is this is this gonna be one of those things where you say, "What are we to shake"? No, no, I'll shake right now. No, on camera, on camera. <laughs> All of us. The Iowa fan will have a no block, no rock tattoo on his body That's right. if Nebraska beats Iowa. Hey, I like that. I, Connor will have a tattoo Brandon, or something, too. We'll, we'll make this even easier. Can we? Are we down to go what, 25% each? We'll pay for the tattoo? Yeah, we'll, we'll, pay, for be honest, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pay, pay for it. Pay for it. Okay. I'm down. Done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what if they win? Oh, I haven't thought that far. had no idea what the other end looks like. No clue. Nope. I love white. One love that. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's a killer mindset right there. Just like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, these two, these it, tattoo guys would love to do something. We'll, with that. we'll figure hey, something out, Brandon. They'll yeah. figure it out. I'll we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Okay. You pay for it. I'll let you pick a design that's anything but a Hawkeye. Wow, that's a. And it, no Iowa Hawkeye shit. You live in Iowa, so even if you just did like a, the I wouldn't do that to him. No, that didn't need to know that. That's true. I wouldn't do that to him. Making it a Hawkeye tattoo. I, yes. I wouldn't do that. But he that's lives my in Iowa. I went to school in Iowa. What's yes. your point? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brandon, that's my dog. Right there. Oh, he he's he's I Dub all the way. Oh, I went to Iowa Western. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's where I went. Yeah. And you you might have a tattoo. You're way younger than me, Brandon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do they got going on now? Okay. Okay, so I am the only one. And you know what? You You're know what five and seven. You, you don't pick a size. When I predicted, when I predicted Iowa loss, not enough of you booed me. Yeah, like everyone was like, okay. It's like what the heck, man? You're supposed to like hate me. Throw something at me. We already hated they, you. They're numb. Pour a beer on me. They're or numb. Something. They're numb. Okay. Jeez. So you said five and seven. We three said seven and five. You'd be. Let's go around the table. What is your ceiling and what is your floor? Uh, you want me to start here? Yeah, you can start there. My my floor is four and eight. Okay. I I think we we there's just no way we go loud and uh, four and eight. Um, my ceiling. If I were a true optimist, I would say nine and three, but I think that's even out of the reaches of what my mind can get to. I think my ceiling is eight and four. Okay. Four is. 
three and nine. Ceiling is eight and four. Okay. I'm going to stick with the, the ceiling is being eight and four. The floor, I say four and eight. I called my ceiling seven and five. That's that is, oh, really? Ceiling. That's your ceiling. So your that, best case scenario. That's oh. my best case scenario. Yep. Uh, and my floor would probably be, I think, four and eight. That's yeah. I would agree with you, Connor. Four okay. and eight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I think we're I mean, we're really not that far apart on a lot of things. No, no, it wasn't bad. I think we are numb from the previous era. I I think a lot of Husker fans are, and they're more in the shut up and prove it type. Oh, now like. I, like people around the record even raising their hands for games like Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. So what does that tell you? That tells you that people feel the same way as we do, and they should be listening to this podcast every freaking week. So yeah, and you know they've been releasing these a look in hard knocks esque videos, and you know I watch them and I like them. I enjoy watching them, but the thing you have to tell yourself, guys, is it literally every other team is practicing practicing, playing this game that we call football. Like, everybody's doing this. It's just, we hope that the way Nebraska's doing it is different from it has in the past. So, I'm not getting all hyped over these look-in videos. I take it for what it is, and I'm like, okay, looks like things are, you know, culture-wise, I know culture's a word we throw around, but culturally, I think things are Turning around. And but, so but they, they still won't make a bowl game. And if they go five and seven, I'm more about if I if they end up five and seven, can I look at what happened and go, I see a method to the madness. I could never say that before. There was no method. There was a lot of effing madness, but there was no method. I was watching games previously and I'm like, well, personnel, why? Why are you calling this play? What is your identity? What do you lean on? With this, even if they go five and seven, if I can see a philosophy being being brought out and trying to be executed, even if you don't execute it all the time, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. And you know, Jared, a lot of people probably just listen to you just now and go, what do these guys know, right? What do you mean there's no Seriously. method to the madness, right? You just brought up personnel. Why did they play? The, why did they call that play? Where did that guy come from? Uh, oh, okay. What, what the know? hell's a wide back? What I know, what I know is watching Nebraska, Diedrich Mills run a 50-yard right up the middle against Rutgers for their last game, and then mm-hmm. doing a shuttle, a shovel pass on the one-yard line trying to get into the end zone. Yeah. What is the logic? What? There wasn't logic. We have an adult running this program now. I've said it since the land before time that if we have an adult in the room. We'd win these close games. Shout out so, Andy Jens. Yes. I have I have three words for this season. You got why not us? No. Seven and five. Why not us? <laughs> three words. Or wait, four? Charmin Ultra <laughs> Soft Bowl. Yeah. Hey, I'll Just take make it. it. Please. Okay, guys. Is there anything else that you want to touch on? No, I think at this point of the show, if there's anybody that wants to put the mic in front of them and ask questions, we will gladly. Or give us your prediction. Yeah, or give us your predictions. John Gretty, we're looking at The mic is open. Where are we right? Where are we wrong? Directly at you. Marissa Voss, take the mic and give us her Minnesota prediction. Where is Voss? I don't think she's in here. Hey, guys. uh, Long-time listener, Mead Connoisseur. 
<laughs> I do have us a six and six, by the way. I'm going to stay right there. You can't. You can't. Sorry. No, I sorry. Right. Six and six. There's no way. I need, I just, uh, if you could speak on a couple of things. Number one, give me your thoughts on Cornfield Jesus. Heinrich Harburg. Number two, wide receiver room looks way, yeah, you're a little scary. Like your golf game thin to win, right? That's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Is the defense truly as strong as where it's touted to be? Okay. You know, as for the defense, I think a lot of people are going to say eight out of the 10 single digits are from the defensive side of the ball. And I just want to tell people just because you get a single digit doesn't mean you are a one of the best players, right? You, you're voted on by your peers, maybe because you have good work habits, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are the best player. So I would just caution to people, just because all these people got single digits, just because Nash Nut Smasher has a number zero and Ty Robinson has a nine, <laughs> that doesn't mean that they're going to eat everybody up in the middle. So I just caution... But I think of this team in 2023, I think it is their strength, especially when you look at the offense. I'm not sure, like, the bar's kind of low for me. I don't think the offense is going to be that great. So, yes, I think the defense will be a strength, but that's not, like, saying a whole lot. Okay. As far as, uh, I, I know... Harburg was a question. Harburg was the first one. Yeah. Cornfield, so Cornfield Jesus. I think... Um, this is not my opinion. It, it's from what I've seen. I, I think Harburg has developed fairly well. I, I do believe that he will likely ultimately end up being a third stringer behind Purdy. Um, I think he probably deserves that second string spot. I don't think he's going to get it. I disagree with that. I don't think it, he deserves gonna, it. I think I think he is going. He's an athlete, and I think they're going to utilize him like an athlete. Is he, uh, again, I, I've compared him multiple times like a Taysom Mill type player, yes. that gadget position. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen him in that second string, but I, I don't think he'll get that. I, like you said, Mike, I think they'll utilize him more as like yeah. an athlete. I just don't think he deserves to be second string. I think he's going. He got beat out. Does Purdy deserve in, second in my string? Opinion, handily by a guy who has on-field experience, who's actually a quarterback. So John Grady, if you if you're asking me, I would say Heinrich Harburg is a more buff version of Luke McCaffrey. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about it too. And so, might you be a better wide receiver? Yeah, maybe. So just go play wide. Go play wide back. Okay. I don't know. Did you know he can dunk? Who? Cool. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm sure, Luke McCaffrey can dunk too. <laughs> well, uh, that's I, I, yeah. I if, if they move you out the wide receiver, I think maybe they're trying to send a message to you, like, eh, maybe try this out, uh, please. Yeah. Well, that was like when we did our show with the Go Big Redcast. That was my hot take. That's yeah. how they introduce their show. They do hot takes right off the bat, and I said. I could see Harburg leaving in the transfer portal. Yeah. In the portal by the end of the season. Yeah. Yes. Kyle said that Harburg will be in the portal by the end of the season. It's a hot take. To to talk about the defense a little bit, I'm very, very worried about that defensive line. It's the same guys. I mean, it really is. I mean, what you're hoping for is Terrence and Development. Knight, Terrence Knight yeah. coming through for them. Being a different voice, teaching different. Well, I mean, it's schematics. another. It's another. I'm, but it's another year in the strength and conditioning program. It's another year for a lot of those guys on the defensive line. And yeah. you sprinkle in this three-three-five defense, right, where there's guys coming all over the place. Wow, clear down. Like, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. No, I, that worries me a little bit. And of course, the straight this straight the conditioning program that they've been under is of course the best one that they've ever had. Ever. ever. Yeah, yeah, ever. That's what we always say, right, guys? Never yeah. heard that. First before. year coach, it's the best it's ever been. The previous one sucked. They just squatted all the time. Yeah. They couldn't move. Now they can move. Or they didn't squat. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> or they didn't squat, right. At least we don't have rhabdo, just rampant. Rhabdo. <laughs> Vomit, it was just vomiting any, everywhere. Any other uh, questions? Any, um... A statement. statement. We got a statement. Oh, God. Oh, boy. What's the statement? The 12 and 0 table. Well, I am Jared's sister. Hello. Wow. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way, Eric. Um, I must say, I love, like, involving the crowd and asking about wins and losses and everything. But I must say, every game day is a new day. And you got to have confidence. We've been defeated. We've been down here. Yeah, we got to start It's a new year. We got to get excited, you know? And so, you know what? Hands up for freaking wins, and I we got you. this, you know? I hear you. I mean, they got to be... <laughs> oh, big word. You know, and you got to involve... And I hate to say it, but, like, injuries and... Things along the season oh, yeah. that can happen that'll completely change the game. Maybe for the better. You know, like that's what we, we last year. Aware, but, you know. Last year they bring back old boy for a year five. And I said into my stupid TikTok video, I said, It's a new dawn. <laughs> right? Yes, totally. Wrong. Please. Wrong. No, but you're right. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. Everything's different now. I'm I'm with you on the sentiment. I'm just my my heart. It's been it's been broken. So yeah, <laughs> trying to <laughs> keep it together. Well, and I mean you have to understand too. I mean, I have to show up every Monday and and look at these faces every Monday and talk about this stuff. So you make it sound like that's a bad thing. Right? Well, the he beer says, is the beer is good. <laughs> <laughs> the beer is what gets you through it. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate again. Appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Anybody else? Anybody else? A statement. A question. Uh, where are we right? Where are we wrong? Mike's brother's looking at us with a dumb little grin. That's just. Yeah, his, I see that. I've been playing him the end of their show. Iowa State fan in the crowd maybe wants to say something. Oh, we got one more rare. Oh, Raj. Is that Raj? Oh, oh, it's Tom. Oh, Tom. I disagree with you on the defense. I think it's the three-three-five is a very aggressive defense. Okay. You don't need the defensive line as much as you need the fast linebackers and the coverage. So I, I think you have a why you made a good point that the defensive line is not their strength, but I, they don't need a lot of them. They need linebackers. And that's what makes a difference in that defense. That 335 is going to be downhill all the way. There's no read and react. There's no, I'm going to hit a gap. They're just going to go. Yeah. And I, I think that's going to be the difference of this season. I hope that's the case. I just, I get a little worried. I think the D-line is very thin. I think the linebackers are, minus the two in the middle, are very inexperienced. And you look at Big Ten offensive linemen, and they're, they're, they're growing much. They're grown Men, <laughs> single-digit men, single-digit men. Yeah, you know, I I would say 
um, a big concern about the three-three-five is a lot of people are going to say, "How are you going to stop the run?" You know, in the Big Ten with this three-three-five. And so, yeah, you're going to have your little hybrids and your jacks running around, your rovers. But, you know, I'm going to be caveman for a second and ooga booga and just say football is football. And I just feel like if your lines aren't good, then what are you? And I, I just I boil it down to like the most simplest, like football is all about gaining yardage. It's about real estate and if you don't have guys up front that are stout then it's just like where are you gonna go well where's this going win the trench win the game you know and it's just like people overthink things like this wide receiver runs a 4-3 yeah okay i'm sure travis hunter runs a 4-3 but if colorado's offensive line isn't gonna be able to block or read a blitz then shajir is not gonna get the ball to travis and if Travis can't go out there and block himself, no block, no rock. If he can't go out there and block himself, then what's <laughs> yeah. the point? No. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm gonna go. I'm I like. I hope you're things. right, though. I I hope that there, but I feel like there's a reason that the three three five Michigan tried it a few years back, and it didn't work very well. And they have better athletes than we do. So. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> to be. A little pessimistic, I would say, yes. Like, Michigan tried it. If the three three five was so good, why isn't everybody doing it? Mm. So. Well, then you're going to have your people saying, well, Nebraska's trying to be different. I get it. Well, I get it. Uh, again, I think you match your system to what your athletes are tailored for. I, You know, a three three five ain't going to work. Just because they have better athletes doesn't mean it's going to work there. They can't do everything. I'm not saying that the three three five is going to work in Nebraska. I'm saying that. Just because it, it's not even a question that Michigan has better athletes. It's not a question. Well, they have better. Just because they have better athletes doesn't mean that that system is going to fit their athletes better than would fit here. I, I think there's a little bit of variability there. True. Okay. Yep. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody? Okay. Huh? I see you back there. Hey. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Clark, we never do a show without you saying Clark. something. There it is. <laughs> we, it's like, my wife. Oh my leg! First of all, okay. first of all, Clark. Yeah, what are you drinking over there, my friend? Guinness, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only beer I really love. Let's go, baby. Sorry, guys, it's just mine. Hey, I get it. Okay, so listen. I've, after watching a couple weeks of really crappy preseason NFL, I've realized one thing about every play of football: it begins and ends with the offensive line. If you could take Tom Brady and put him behind a crap line, he wouldn't be jack squat. So Aaron Rodgers is about to learn the exact same thing. Hey, you, you're not wrong. So what do you all have for your all your connections with her dad and blah, 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 about the development of the offensive line? Well, we got pipeline jerky. Uh, we can get you some. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I have no idea. I don't, I don't think anything that we do will make the offensive line better. Well, I mean, hey, listen, Sam Hahn. He's had some pretty good things to say about mobility and the strength and conditioning of the offensive line. Oh yeah, oh yeah, chug it, baby, chug it. Uh, they listen. They can bend now. They can bend over and get rid of the knee braces. <laughs> yeah, as to yeah. okay, Clark. Now, last year, Nebraska, according to Pro Football Focus, whatever you make of that, they were ranked last 
in the nation in pass protection. You take that for what it's worth. And at least in that department, they can improve, right? They're not going to finish last again, will they? They could. You, um, you at least can't oh, get worse. Um, but what you hope is with the addition of Nuri Nuelli, with the addition of Ben Scott, who has a ton of experience, you would think on paper that this would be a better O-line and you factor in the experience that the rest of the guys have gained, even though the experience is not Bad. entirely positive, right? <laughs> I think on paper you see Noelle added there, and you see Ben Scott, and you go, Noelle was solid for us a couple years ago, and Ben Scott should be fine. Plenty of snaps. Like, that's yeah. my ceiling for Ben Scott is fine. He can snap the ball. Right? Remember that? I don't know. Remember that center we had? I have not watched the game yet. <laughs> well, you know? And my concern, it's both a pro and a negative here, is uh, I think it was Kyle that mentioned knee braces no longer mandatory unless you have injuries that actually mandate them. Teddy, please wear knee braces. Like we said, um, that makes mobility a lot easier. It also makes it easier to get injured with an O-line that doesn't really have a ton of experience inside depth and not a ton of depth as it is. Yeah, um, Clark, you, I mean, you look at that depth. I mean, you see a couple of freshmen up there in the two deep. Ideally, you don't want that. You, you can look at it as, hey, the guys they, re they recruited, this staff has recruited, has identified good O-linemen, but I don't think you want your freshmen in the two deep right now. In I the mean, Big Ten? No. No. So... The bar is low for me on the O-line. That's partly why I chose for them to go 5-7 and seven and not make the Charmin Ultra Soft Bowl. So that's can, a big reason. You can go. You can make a bowl game at 5-7. and seven. We said no to that once. Yeah, we, Damn it, baby. We, we yeah. said no to that once. <laughs> yeah. All right. The new right. COVID variant coming around. Anything else? We're good. All right, let's sign off. Thanks, Clark. Uh, you guys, for those that are watching, those who are here listening and might not follow us, we are at... NBNR podcast on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we are on Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple, Amazon. God, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Gosh, where are we? If you listen to podcasts, you can find us. We're there. there. Give us a five star review, please. We need it. It helps with the algorithm and stuff. Uh, Evans Custom Apparel. They have some merch for us. There is free local pickup if you buy it, so you don't need to pay ten dollars in shipping for. A freaking tow bag or whatever. Yeah. Do we still steal those? No, we don't yeah. have those anymore. We should. Okay, guys. What do you say? Sign off? Yep. Uh, do it. Real quick. Oh. Oh. Again, just a thank you for everybody coming out. Look, we put this out everywhere and we're like, hey, everybody, come on out. And then they they texted us and they're like, uh, actually, this is uh, friends and family only. So that's so, what you guys are. You guys are yeah, family. Thank so, you, man. Uh, so Enjoy the 50% off for the uh, soft opening of the new Herd at sports bar hopefully y'all loaded up yeah and noshed noshed away all right guys i'm one of your hosts jared hall mike delaware kyle byers and connor cadillac as always three days beat minnesota in gbr we have a saying no block no rock you know we just really love water he's a junkyard dog hey, kenny bell ran up to me he's like you know what you just you just did? You get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, gone in Muhammad. GBR. A Herd at Sports Network production. <laughs>